Welcome to Blue Talks Podcast, where we present compelling narratives about entrepreneurs, innovators, and dreamers. So my sister just texted me now telling me how much she's missed me. <laughs> well, I know what she truly misses, so I open my Standbeak IBTC app and say to it, Hey, I want to transfer 5,000 naira to Funke. Done. And my boss just asked me what the highest price stock is right now. Huh. I can't fold my handle, so I open my Stambic IBTC app from the comfort of my home and figure it out. Got it! You be the hero. Upgrade and take control of your finances with the new Stambic IBTC mobile app. Download or upgrade your Stambic IBTC mobile app on Google Play or Apple Store to experience seamless voice banking, stockbroking, insurance and more from the safety of your home. From your one-stop financial services partner, Stambic IBTC. It can be Blue Talks. Brought to you by Stambic IBTC. Welcome to today's edition of Blue Talks. On today's edition, we'll be talking to a Gen Zer, somebody from the Generation Z, or Z, as you would want to call it. Um, we want to find out how it is, you know, working in the 21st century, you know, challenges that they've had or they have regularly, you know, what, what job prospects are, how they describe the experience, you know, even being a, being a woman in Nigeria in that generation, do you think it's any different, you know, from being a man? You know, just having conversations around what it is to be a Gen Z. 2020 has been an eventful year. COVID, from COVID-19, you know, the lockdown to, uh, I mean, losing some very iconic um, individuals globally. I mean, we have lost um, some very notable and prominent people who typically play a role in the, we would call them influencers, you know, on a global scale from Kobe Bryant to Chadwick Bosman. Then there, there was COVID-19 that put the entire world on a lockdown. And today we're just um, having conversations with um, a Gen Zia, how life is in Nigeria here and what they think the prospects are. Um, our guest today is a talent manager. She's a producer. She used to anchor a podcast like this as well, you know, and she's worked on radio and volunteers at various events. She loves fun and vibes. She loves music, fashion, events, people. And sometimes she tells people who call her the life of the party, you know, and she loves to plan and manage things. And um, she likes to have conversations. I won't say the way she wrote it, but um, I'd say she likes to have conversations. And she's also an aspiring presenter and an aspiring content producer. Like I said, she's a Gen Zia. I won't tell you her real age, you know, but I think you should pay some attention and um, listen to the conversation we're about to have. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Hi, Tyro. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. I mean, um, first of all, thank you for, for agreeing to come onto, onto our show. You know, I, I think sometime last week we met and, you know, you were sharing some concepts and talking about some things and I was completely yeah. aloof, you know, and there's a stark difference between the generations you know, and, and that's what, uh-huh. you know, I think the world has come to see. And your generation has certain peculiarities. I mean, people have called you the phone pressing generation. So, you know, and yeah, actually, they call us the phone pressing generation. You know, amongst other names as well, you know, um, some, they, some of your generation sometimes have been described as lazy, you know, just fun loving and fun seeking generation who don't really want to do anything. They've described your generation as an entitled generation. Um, in that sense, what I do you do not accept that. 
I was waiting for that. But, I, I but what do you think when you have when you hear those things? How does it make you feel? I feel very sad. I feel like everybody just tries to compare our generation to the past generation and you can't because we are different a lot of things happened in our time that did not happen in other generations time technology started with us a lot of great things feminism started feminism has been way longer than that but it like it became very more out there in our generation like everybody everybody is aware of things to do as a woman even generally so i feel i feel very sad when people describe our generation as the phone generation and funny enough a lot of us pressing our phones we make money from our phone so no matter how you call us the phone generation and i would not say that we are lazy i would say that we just don't we just don't um behave like the normal with you guys you know go to the nine to five and just sweat sweat on your phone there's so many things you can do on your phone that generates funds so you see us press our phone you see us always on our phone but a lot of us make money a new job prospects started with our generation so me i feel like when people say that our generation is lazy or our generation is the phone person it's because they do not understand and they cannot just relate to how things are just so easy with our generation. Like my mother would say, in our generation, there was no phone. So I had to talk to a friend. She has to write letters, all those things. But like things have changed in our generation. Our generation is not the generation. We we like convenience. Like our generation, I do not accept it when people say that we are lazy because I do not think that we are lazy. I think that we are one of the most hardworking set of human beings actually in our generation no matter how much people say we press our phone there is so much to our generation so much to our cover and i feel like they should actually be grateful to our generation because if if this generation did not come a lot of things that a lot of you would not would not have the opportunity to do that so we brought a lot of innovations and we are we are one of the smart people in this world in this generation so I guess that that's what I would say. I would not accept that time we're lazy. We are not lazy. We are advocating. We press our phone, but we make money while we press our phone. It's not just pressing our phone. Lots of things can be done while you're pressing your phone. And some people's jobs are basically, that's what some people's jobs are. They just press their phone. And literally, they make money from just pressing their phone. But your generation do not see it like that. They don't They don't understand the concept of just pressing your phone, then going to, then you make money for it. They, that, to them, that's lazy. But to me, I don't think that you have to go to work every time, suffer under the sun, do all those things. How much would they pay you? Peanuts. But on your phone, there's so many things that you can do that would give you funds while you're just pressing your phone. So to me, I would say is it comes from a place where a lot of people can't just understand how this generation just works via just pressing that phone and they see see it as lazy because that's not what they are used to so when you're not used to something or you've never experienced something you you call it lazy or you say that they are they press that phone too much but there's a lot of advantage from pressing yes we have disadvantage i would not lie we do have it but at the same time I would not take that that we are lazy we are not lazy we are smart people we are hard working see we are the best that's what i would say <laughs> and i know there'll be a generation coming after us but we are the best and we've created lots of things for people to learn from us so that's what i would say it's just different from every other generation that's why they see it that way but i do not accept that that, that sounded like a campaign speech but but brilliant stuff i mean so i would put it down to you saying that it's it's largely based on ignorance that it's because some of the previous generations are ignorant that's why 
they yep. um, they label you that. And please, a point of correction. I'm not too far from your generation. I don't know why you say your generation. I don't think you're, you're not referring to me. <laughs> I mean, like, the older generation before your generation. Those are the ones that call us lazy, actually. Yes. The people that are close to our generation. So there is millennials, there is Z, and I don't know what they call the rest. But the people that are close to our generation, I don't think they tag us as lazy. But the ones that our, our parents age, the 50-somethings, the... 60 somethings the ones that are about to even clock 50 that the ones that see it as lazy and those ones are the ones that do not really experience technology but the ones that are close to us they don't actually see us as lazy because most of them work with us and most of them experience or they appreciate working with generation z because it's different so i would not say maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong for saying your generation you're not part of the generation i take that back it's not your generation i, it's I appreciate the, that very much it's the generation you for the before of your confidence. Generation. yeah i appreciate that very much <laughs> Yes, 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 I do. But I mean, talking on one of the points you mentioned, yeah, you talked about pressing your phone gives you a lot more funds than having a nine to five. Is it because you found it difficult to get jobs, or what? I mean, what do you think the job prospects are for for a Gen Z? Hmm. First things first, I live in Nigeria. Um, I don't know if other people from the world listen to this podcast, but I live in Nigeria and the prospects of job in Nigeria is very low. Like getting a job in Nigeria is quite hard. Um, It comes from the place of you either have a, you either know somebody or one thing or the other before you get a job in Nigeria. So for a generation Zia or people with my generation, I think that a lot of things amount from the fact that we created opportunities for ourselves. So before now, you never could see yourself as a YouTube host and make money from it. You never could see yourself as a podcast host and actually make money from it. Even if right now in Lagos, it's not, it's not really like, how would I say podcasting as in really started making money from Nigeria like that, like that, or like it has abroad. But there are so many opportunities you can influence. There are influencers that just tweet about stuff and they make money from just one tweet or they just have the amount of following that makes them get that money for that. But in a situation where you're in a place where you can actually getting a job is not easy. The job prospect here is zero, to be honest. If you don't know somebody in Nigeria or you don't, or you are not, even the first class people don't even have jobs. Let's even start with that. Even the people that have, to, to the best people do not have. I feel like Nigeria is the country that it deals with opportunity or who you know or luck sometimes. So I feel my generation started off by creating opportunities where there seemed to be no opportunity. That's what I would say. So there was not really job opportunities and people started influencing. Influencing they start with Nigeria, but we copied it or we saw it and we started doing it. And good, lots of lots of brands uh, reach out because there's something called digital marketing. So there's also the social media parts where as a brand or something, you want to market your product, you want to be out there. And how can you get to the generation, your target audience? You speak to people that understand this target audience and know how to get them you pay them this amount of money they tweet about your stuff they post on instagram about your stuff you have activations about your brand everything just comes from that digital marketing space and there is also youtube which you can speak on anything you want to talk about makeup whatever it is you want to speak and you make money from it so when there is no opportunity i feel like you also create opportunities for yourself because we are in a system where 
you are not really taken care of. So the America, the Canada and the likes, their government take care of them and they are being taken care of. But Nigeria, you fight for yourself. You take care of yourself. You provide everything for yourself. So I think that the, um, we just come from that generation where we just started, you know, we have to do things by ourselves. And lots of people picked up that. They, they started selling online, which had never been before. Nobody ever thought that. You don't need to have a shop. You can sell from Instagram. You can sell from Twitter. You can sell from Facebook just by posting it. Somebody sees it and they like. And our generation is also a generation that we do not like to stress. So we don't we don't believe in going to the market under the sun to go and buy something <laughs> when you can just shop online. Yeah, to be honest, because my mom would say every time I try to buy things online, my mom is like, you know that you can go to the market. Okay, you can you can actually go to the market and actually just like buy what you need to buy. But me, knowing me, I'm like, you know, the convenience from staying at home and all those things is very chilled and relaxing. So I guess that that's another thing that comes. So we like, we don't like stress, basically. So I think opportunities, um, stuff just came from that. And we created opportunities for ourselves when there is no opportunity because Nigeria, that's all I have to say about this country. I do not want to go deep into Nigeria, but Nigeria is just Nigeria. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, and one of the things that I hear is that you're finding opportunities and creating opportunities for yourself. And a lot of you are largely self-employed, um, doing yes, stuff that, yes. you know, that you, so you're focusing on your area of strength, um, which is um, yeah. largely leveraging technology, if I'm correct. Sure. Yes, so yes. I want to skew that conversation a bit. I'm, I'm just curious now, and this is me just, you know, just... Okay. Thinking out, just being curious, being curious, Joe. Do you think that you being a woman that it makes things a bit different for you? That if you were a man, maybe it might make it easier or make it more difficult and being in Nigeria as well? If it was years back, I would say yes. Me personally, I don't know about other people, but me personally, I would talk from my own experience and maybe from a few friends that I know. Being a woman in Nigeria, for some people, is really hard because, you know, the way it is, the system, men would always be ahead. But I think that with my own experience, I don't think I've experienced the fact where I'm being paid lower than a man or it's not easy for me because I'm a woman. I guess that I maybe it's just the industry me I work in or maybe I'm just lucky. So I would not say personally I've experienced the women and men gender or it's been difficult in Nigeria because I'm a woman. It's, I'm not going to lie. Maybe I'm one of the lucky ones. I feel like I'm one of the lucky people that do not experience these men and men and um gender women gender, gender issues. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do have friends that they feel like because of the profession that they are in, you know, they're not being paid well because they're women. Things are hard for them. And also, it also comes from the fact that me, I try not to think like that. Mm -hmm. What a man can do, I can do. I always say that whatever a man can do, I can do. So I don't try Mm -hmm. to look at it and say that, oh, okay, men are this. No, nobody's superior. We are all the same thing. A man is, if a man is going to be the head, me say I'm the head. Like, and it comes from the fact that I believe so much in feminism and I believe so much in there should be equality for all. I feel like we are the same. You know, you're a man, you're a woman. Yes, strength. Some people will say strength. What I can do, a man cannot, what I can take, a man can not take it. And but I feel like we're 
all the same but there are lots of women in nigeria that experience that me personally i have not experienced that yet and maybe because i am young and i do not have lots of experiences like that so maybe that's why i have not experienced it but i have friends that have experienced these i have people that have and they have lots of things to say about being a woman in nigeria but i would say personally on my own side i've been lucky not to experience it yet maybe i would i don't know but everything for me has been equality i, I don't nobody treats me like that because i am a woman because i'm a woman like nobody's anything to me or i've not just let me just say i've not just experienced it yet so when i experience it i'll be able to talk about it but for now i can't talk about and i don't like to talk about other people's experience i like to talk about my own experiences when i experience this so for now i'll say i, I haven't experienced anything being a woman in nigeria then suffering because you're a woman in nigeria yet but people do experience it like I have friends that have, I know people, uh, medical doctors that I know that they do not get the same pay as their male colleagues and they all went to the same school. They, were, they all went to the same six years, but I don't know. That one, it comes from the beginning. Feminism talk here, I don't always like to talk about it because I would share to dissect it from the beginning of how it all started and why I think that it's, it's not even right at all because we are all the same thing. We are that's, equal that's, in God's eyes. Brilliant. I mean, I like the mindset, and I pray that you actually yeah. navigate. But the way you sound, you sound like somebody who wouldn't even accept to be treated that way in the first instance. So, I mean, exactly. That's <laughs> another thing. I would not accept it. So, so I, I, I guess I, that I, that's I, another thing. I got that vibe from from your conversation. Very quickly. Yeah. I mean, so uh, we mentioned earlier, but about your what you do. Um, as your profession yeah. how did you get into it what did you study in school um, and how did you get into hmm. what you're doing right now i studied accounting in school bsc accounting in school um but how did i get into talent management producing and the rest so while i was in 400 level a lot of people used to say i like they will tell you that Otope, you talk so much. Otope, I don't think that this profession you're studying is for you because I don't think you would cope in this in the in this accounting. And I didn't take it seriously, honestly. Then my first after uni, my first interview, I went for the interview. And it was supposed to be, I think it was a marketing firm, or I can't really remember what it was. But the interview, the man told me that. The reason why he wasn't going to give me the job. Okay, why the man was talking to me, he asked me a question. And it's like, are you sure you want to do this or you are doing this because you're looking for a job? I'm like, yes, I'm 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 trying to get the job because I'm looking for a job. Then he says something about, I'm sorry, but I feel like he asked me what else I wanted to do. Then I told him that I would like to be in the entertainment industry. So he told me that he wasn't going to give me the job because from the way I spoke on and how I was, he doesn't think that I would fit right into where i want to work in then the interest has always been since uni after university i've always liked to manage things i've always liked to produce things i'm like i'm really a management person you know when there's like a an event my friend has a party i'm thinking of how how can we make this happen how can this work how can mm. we do this then i like i love music so music is I would say my baby so that's why i call music so i i can't i can't go a day without listening to music <laughs> and i've always wanted to be in the entertainment industry and knowing the way nigeria is me 
what I did was because I did not have background in um, anything media related. So I started volunteering for jobs. I did my first job. I volunteered. I continued volunteering. I got a job with a fantastic person that she introduced me to production. She made me love production. Then that's how I started producing also. So my job prospect, my job has just been from experiences. You know, I entered this job. I like what it is. I said, you know, I will volunteer and want to know more about the job. And that's basically what I've been doing. You know, stay here volunteer learn then talent management i it just it was on twitter see at the end of the day miss this is my person phone got me my present job right now i was pressing my phone and somebody posted something about a job and i got it i think it was like one hour or i was asked to come for an interview the next day i went for the interview and i got the job so and that was how i started the talent management and i do love it because it's it's music related so my company we like do management for like talents so basically when i say talent a lot of people think it's recruitment no <laughs> it's the entertainment type because so when i say i work in entertainment everybody's like no you're working no it's not a child it's for the entertainment but i really do love i really do love um talent management and that's how i started and i hope to learn more because they still have to experience lots of things then pick that one thing that stands out for me. Brilliant, brilliant story, brilliant <laughs> story. And I love the fact that you volunteered for a lot of things before you stepped into them like that. Um, and um, yeah, I think I that's one thing that, that's that's one key lesson that I've, that I've discovered, I mean, in life in general, um, like that rather than stay idle. I did, see, I have, yeah, I have volunteered a lot in this Lagos. Hey God, so much <laughs> I have volunteered a lot in this Lagos, you know, volunteering and they don't even pay you for that and you just do it because you love it. My parents talking about, oh, you studied BSc accounting, the lots of respect for you, why are you doing this? It's, it's a lot, it's a lot, but I'm grateful for where I am. I am not close to, you know, where I want to be, but I think I'm on a step to where I'm going to get to. So, and I guess that that's what's important. If you're on a step, at least, you're not just I do, you're starting, you're just starting it. That's why I say just start. You know, it might take a while, but which is another thing about my generation. They do not believe in that's <laughs> another disadvantage about my generation. They do not believe in um everybody wants to make it very fast in my generation. Like a lot of people don't want to take the hard road, but that one I would not lie if it's that one. We not a lot of us do not want to take the you know the long step to becoming successful everybody just wants it now and there but actually i believe in starting room was not built in a day you have to start somewhere for you to get somewhere it might take a while and you might be lucky it might not take a while but at the end of the day if you start sky will definitely be your limit so far you're not lazy and you're working at while you're starting rather than just staying at home and waiting for something that might not happen it's better that you just start if it's entrepreneurship or anything that's why i tell my friends just start something just don't stand or stay there i do yeah i guess so that's my journey one last question yeah you were given an opportunity to cast a vision for nigeria what would be your ideal nigeria hmm. first you can take first, a moment to think about that ideal nigeria would be the nigeria that you don't <laughs> what i always say first i would answer i would speak on the rest but the first thing is in nigeria where i don't have to say i'm running away to the next country because my country is bad in nigeria where it's peaceful where we are actually one you know Igbo, yoruba abusar 
everybody we are one the muslim christian shongo worshippers or shun worshippers we are one in nigeria where our leaders actually give they care about us in nigeria where you don't have to bribe somebody to get to to get a job in nigeria where things are easy you know you can walk about the streets of lagos or anywhere you are and you're not armed by tout in nigeria where we are not called the poverty capital in nigeria where the poor man in nigeria is okay he, he can afford himself three square meal in nigeria where you don't have to go out and you see a beggar on the road begging you all the time you see kids in nigeria where the education system is is good a country where you are just generally happy to be here and you do not want to leave for any other reason a country that you take your green passport somewhere and you are proud to show your green passports god i just really wish that these things will be will be but basically i just want in nigeria where we are taken care of by our leaders and we are not extorted we are not manipulated we are being cared for the minimum wage is see just a beautiful nigeria that's what i would want in nigeria that is just peaceful there's funds that nobody's looting anything nobody's treating anybody bad nobody is trying to cheat the other person there is no corruption only if it's possible but that would be my dream nigeria that i can give it to my kids and not be shouting i swear i my kids my kids will not be from i would not want to run to canada or the nigerian dream is to run to canada or to run to america or uk but a dream where you know i'm in my country i am happy i just go to canada and i go to america for breaks and i come back here because things are actually working you know there is a forward life the security is good the the healthcare system is amazing schools are great public schools is something to be proud about that you went to that kind of nigeria if it's possible that would be my ideal nigeria gosh i mean i, I feel like i'm going to vote for you now if you, if you if you come out you want to become president of nigeria <laughs> sounds like only a beautiful if country they would allow me to become the president of nigeria just <laughs> only if well no i don't think so <laughs> hopefully we get there but they keep on saying we are the leaders of tomorrow but are we really the leaders of tomorrow that question we'll find out in another series of events later <laughs> maybe after 50 years but right now you cannot know if you are the leaders of tomorrow because they are leaders and they are leaders but yeah hopefully we get there and if by god's grace we would get there hopefully everybody prays in nigeria so yeah I guess that's my idea Nigeria. Thank you Tokwa. Thank you for spending some time with us and helping us or sharing your vision of um your ideal Nigeria with us today and some of your challenges and struggles as well in uh, being a member of the Gen Z generation. It was an interesting conversation and I'm sure that our listeners would enjoy listening to it as well. No, I want to say I'm grateful for having me here. I feel feel great to be on this podcast. You know, I'm happy that I could shed some light into the generation Z. 
maybe I would I would give like a, a proper schooling into the generation Z, but the little that I've given, I think they have an idea of what our generation is about, and I'm grateful for that opportunity. Thank you for making this possible. I'm grateful. Thank you for coming here. Thank you for agreeing to come on our show. This has yeah. been an edition of Blue Talks for today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless. Bye for now. Blue Talks, brought to you by Stambic IBTC. So my sister just texted me now telling me how much she's missed me. <laughs> well, I know what she truly misses. So I opened my Stambic IBTC app and say to it, Hey, I want to transfer 5,000 naira to Funke. Done. And my post just asked me what the highest price stock is right now. Huh. I can't fold my hand though. So I opened my Stambic IBTC app from the comfort of my home and figure it out. Got it. You be the hero. Upgrade and take control of your finances with the new Stambic IBTC mobile app. Download or upgrade your Stambic IBTC mobile app on Google Play or Apple Store to experience seamless voice banking, stockbroking, insurance and more from the safety of your home. From your one-stop financial services partner, Stambic IBTC. It can be.